Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. You know, in November of 2023, my wife and I made a pilgrimage to Medjugorje in Bosnia-Herzegovina. You know, Medjugorje is this small village where our Blessed Mother has allegedly appeared to six seers under the title of Mary, Queen of Peace, since June of uh, 1981, so some 40, 42 years now. You know, the Church is not ruled on the authenticity of these alleged apparitions, but they allow for pilgrimages and, and recognize the many fruits, uh, especially uh, the vocations to the priesthood and religious life that have come from here. Uh, I myself will say that I uh, was blessed with many many um, things when I was there. It was a a wonderful, wonderful uh, 10 days. You know, on the seventh day of our trip, uh, which was a Sunday, a small group of of us decided to walk to Apparition Hill, which was probably about six blocks away, and to the site where our Blessed Mother originally appeared to the six children. You know, in in Medjugorje, there's people from all over the world coming there, so there's masses celebrated in different languages. Well, English-speaking mass was at noon that day. And so we walked down to to that site, and it was about 10 o'clock in the morning. Now, on that site, there's a a statue uh, of our Blessed Mother, and then there's like a fence that goes around there, a black iron fence, so that uh, people don't get too close. And when we uh, arrived there, I thought, well, I don't want to be too close and I don't want to be in anybody's way. So I backed up about 30 feet and I I knelt down and I started praying. And I was praying for a while. And then I, while I was praying, I heard this woman's voice. And it was the kindest, sweetest, most loving voice that I have ever heard in my life. And she said to me, You have come so far to see me. What are you doing back there? Come, be close to me. Well, I looked around, and there was was nobody near me. And uh, I thought about it for a while. I prayed about it for a while. And I thought, well, I should do what, what I was asked to do. And so then I got up, and I went, and I knelt near the statue. And, of course, uh our group was also there, and my wife was there, and, and several other people from the group were there. And so then we could just continue to pray uh, until it was time to go to Holy Mass. And, and then we walked down to the church, and, uh, and Mass was just wonderful that day, just a wonderful Mass. It was just, it was great, you know. And then we, we left there, and uh, there was a restaurant near the um, uh, church there, and we went and we had uh, a meal there. And it was a great, wonderful fall day. And so we sat outside and uh, had a great meal and a great conversation. And uh, just just a wonderful, again, part of the day. And then that evening, uh, when we were getting, when we were at uh, where we were staying, uh, one of the gentlemen that had gone up to the hill with us, um, he took out his rosary and he was showing it to us. And it was his personal rosary that he had for a long, long time. And, uh, and, the, and the rosary had turned golden in color. 
And we were looking at it, and it was so beautiful. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. I never thought I'd ever see anything like this. And then, uh, then that night when we were going to bed, uh, my wife and I were going to do our night prayer, and my uh, wife pulled out her rosary, her personal rosary, and it, it had also turned golden in color. And uh, not only was it, was it was my wife's personal rosary, and it was for several years, but it had been my mom's personal rosary for, for years before that. And uh, she had, she had uh, when she died, my, my wife was given that rosary. Uh, and so, you know, here your mother's and your wife's rosary turns golden, or you just, it was instant tears, just bawling, you know. And, uh, and I just was reflecting on that day. What a wonderful, wonderful day that was. All these great things happened. And, um, but when I reflected upon it, the very, very best part of that day, the very best part of that day, was uh, going to Mass and receiving our Lord in Holy Communion. Any day that we receive our Lord in Holy Communion, the very best part of that day, no matter what goes on in the world around us, no matter what signs and wonders take place around us, no matter what great fortune we are given that day, uh, the very, very best part of that day is receiving our Lord in Holy Communion. Jesus has given us a great gift. He has given us the bread of life as he, as he feeds us with his body and his blood. You know, today we, we celebrate the uh, solemnity of Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi in Latin means uh, the body of Christ. Today on this feast, we celebrate in honor the holy body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, this feast has been celebrated for since the 13th century. And it usually includes a procession which leaves the church after Mass and processes through the community. You know, our Lord is placed in a monstrance and is usually carried by the priest and the rest of the congregation uh, follows along. You know, we do this to honor the real presence of our Lord and spread this devotion throughout the community. Here at St. Albert's, we'll be doing it after this Mass today. And you know, when you think about it, you, uh, you, you come up and you receive our Lord, in, uh, and then um, you become a monstrance yourself. As you process out of this, this, any Mass that you receive our Lord, our Lord is present in you. So you become a living monstrance. Today we celebrate this feast. We celebrate the gift of the Eucharist, the holy body and blood of our Lord, the body and blood that we partake of each time we receive him in Holy Communion. In today's gospel, our Lord teaches us that his flesh is true food and his blood is true drink and is true nourishment, true nourishment so that all of us who partake of, the, of this may live forever. You know, our first reading teaches us that the Israelites receive manna from God. God was not only teaching them that, to rely on him for food, but he was always teaching them that they almost, 
also must trust in his word. Trust in his word to have this right relationship with him. You know, Jesus is the word of God. Without him, there is no life. Not only is the word of God, but he's also the bread of life. When we follow his word and eat his body, we are assured that we will be with him forever. You know, soon we will come forward to receive our Lord in Holy Communion, to receive his holy body and blood. You know, as we receive him, we should do this with grateful hearts, hearts that are thankful, thankful that he came down to this earth, came down to this earth to show us the way to the Father by by his words and his example. Thankful that he gave us his body and blood so that we might have eternal life. And when I receive our Lord, there's a a prayer I like to say, and and it goes like this. uh, You know, when we receive him, you know, oftentimes we we ask for healing. And uh, and I was thinking about the... uh, the woman who had the hemorrhages for 12 years, and she just touched the tassel of our Lord, and she was healed. Well, you and I, we will be receiving our Lord. He will be in us. And so so we can ask him, Lord Jesus Christ, you alone are divine physician. You alone heal us of all our illnesses. And so I ask you to heal me, heart, mind, body, and soul. Burn all sin from my heart. And also, I'd like to thank him. Thank him for coming down to this earth and for uh, paying the price for my sins, for dying on the cross for my sins. And I'd like to thank the Father. Thank the Father for his, uh, his plan of salvation in which, because of the sacrifice of our Lord, we are reunited with him. And also for sending the Holy Spirit to be our, our guide to show us the way to the Father. So whatever prayer you use or however you do it, you should, however you choose to thank God for this great gift of the Eucharist, you know, this is all an in in individual thing. Um, and but So you can tell him. Tell him in your own words. Uh, just be honest and speak plainly to him. You know, Blessed Solanus Casey, he taught us that if we say only one prayer to God in our life, it should be thank you. Thank you. So as we continue to celebrate this solemnity of Corpus Christi, let us do so with grateful hearts. With grateful hearts as we remember the words of today's gospel. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day.